Do you want to create a marketing plan that's based on your values and not your vision? If so, you are in luck as my guests will be sharing all about that and so much more. Welcome back to Marketing Strategy Academy podcast, where we help female entrepreneurs go from marketing overwhelm to an easy streamlined strategy and system that includes Pinterest and repurposing content to grow their businesses when they have very little time. I'm your host, Jen Vasquez. Let's jump right into it. Welcome back. If you're new here, my name is Jen Vasquez. I'm a Pinterest marketing strategist who brings in experts on all things marketing subjects so that you can take action and grow your business. If that sounds like something that you'd be interested in, I would love for you to subscribe so that you're notified anytime a new YouTube video or podcast is released. Today, I am so excited to be chatting with Lindsay Badillo of Lindsay Badillo Coaching and Consulting LLC. Lindsay has worked with over 100 startups in scaling their businesses using digital marketing as a knack for making the messy bits of marketing simple and attainable. Lindsay is also the chief marketing coach of an Inc. 5000 business development company servicing 500 plus IT and cybersecurity firms in developing effective marketing strategies and elevating their sales techniques. Leveraging is her formal education and certification in teaching coupled with her experience of helping businesses around the world. Lindsay has created the curriculum for multiple online courses, teaching, marketing, sales, and personal development, helping clients streamline their success and create massive change in their businesses and lives. So welcome, Lindsay. What an introduction, Jen. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here. Um, I have been watching your content over the last uh, few weeks since we've connected and absolutely enjoy it. And I know that we're going to have a great conversation today. So thank you for having me on. Thank you. I love your, it's like all around expertise. Like those are like, you can dive in and still help with all of the adjacent stuff going on. So I always love to start these chats with my little experts about hearing their origin story. So I'd love to hear like how you started in business and what got you sort of to this place you are today. Oh, that's always like a loaded question. You I know. know. I mean, well, it started in the womb, you see. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So, all right. So as you heard, formal education or formal background, formal um career technically it was an education so um I was actually a first grade teacher went to school went to college did the things and said hey I'm gonna become a teacher I'm gonna work in education I will be able to um help people I've always had this really you know this this core need this core want to want to help other people and I said okay this is a safe, safe road, safe route. I'll be able to spend time with my kids, really be involved in their education. Um, I love teaching. I'll go into education. So did that thing. And then you get the, the entrepreneurial, you know, you're like, whoa, this is not what I want. I am like so bored, to be honest. I was like my first year in to teaching. I was so bored. Um, not that, and it's like, it's, it's this thing. It's like, I have this core love to teach and I have this core love to share knowledge. Um, but I think that whenever you have this entrepreneurial heart, 
and you want to go and you want to change and you want to be able to evolve and you just need excitement. Um, I knew that the formal education system wasn't for me. So I set off into the worldwide web and I said, what in the world can I do to leverage my teaching skills and to still help people? You know, what can I do where I um, have freedom over my finances too? Because as, as um, selfish as it may sound, I wanted to make a lot of money and formal teaching wasn't going to do that. So um, set off into, into the abyss of the internet and said, what can I do? I'm just really in this place of expert exploration. Um, and one of the first self-development uh, books that I really just dove into, and I was like a kid, it, you know, and, and like I was in school again, I, I got Marie Forleo's book, Everything is Figure Outable. Highly recommend for anybody like setting out on their journey, making a big change in your life. I went through this book, like literally as if it was like a college class and I was like, taking notes and I was underlining. I still have the book on my bookshelf, actually. I used to, um, I used to send it to my private clients and I would go through and I would underline and I'd put post-it notes in there for them in the bits that I really resonated with that I thought that they would. So fun fact. It's um, so, 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 so good. I totally so good. agree. So good. And, and I just remember going through this thing with my journal and I was like doing all the exercises and like writing everything down and just really trying to figure it out. That's what it was about. It, it was it was saying, okay, everything is figure outable. You know, I was in this place of just being unhappy with being a teacher, but I had just graduated. I had two kids. I was married. So it wasn't like, you know, you're just a 20, 21 year old and you want to just change your path. Like, no, like I was invested, you know? So it was a big leap to say, all right, like I'm going to leave this career that I've just spent, you know, thousands of dollars getting this degree for, and now I'm going to go do something different. So that was a big, big decision to make. Um, so started a blog, started a website, um, made a million dollars. Not, that did not happen. I'm just joking. I did. Blog <laughs> I'm all dang, if it's that no, easy. No. <laughs> That's the thing though. That's the thing is that a lot of times when we're starting out online, we see these other people with blogs, we see these other fancy websites and we think that they have it figured out. And so we're like, oh, I'll go do that thing. That's going to be the thing. And I think that any strategy will work, but you just have to work it. You know, it has to work with you. So for me, that was not what worked for me. I am very much a people person. I love writing. I absolutely enjoy writing, but I light up from talking with other people. I light up through teaching. I light up from being and having these conversations. So um, I find coaching and it was in that moment, this is like 2018, I start as a life and relationship coach and I'm taking it. So it, it, it feels like a different lifetime. Back then. <laughs> I look back. And I was like in my flowery robe on Instagram and I'm like talking about intimacy in your marriage. And it was like, it was such a different life. And so I started out coaching married women, um, kind of rekindle intimacy in their relationships, rekindle connection. Ultimately, all those things came back to self-love. All of it comes back to loving yourself, right? So did that, started there, really learned how to develop confidence in myself I think that's where any business starts is like finding a confidence in yourself. Um, it's so crazy. Like looking back on old videos of me speaking into a camera and I would talk like this and, and I would kind of like look around and, and you know, and, and 
it's just to say that we all start somewhere. So absolutely. And I think the messy starts are the things that bring you the most growth for sure. Oh, it was messy. It was real messy. So looking back on that is always fun. Um, but I started there and about a year into it, the pandemic started to pick up and schools started to let, uh, we, we got that, we sat down, we went to a faculty meeting and I believe it was the first or second week of March. Oh, and two weeks before that, I put in my resignation notice. I put in my resignation notice. So I'm like coaching by afternoon. Like, do I'm like this relationship coach in the evening. Yeah. And then I'm like first grade teacher during the day. Yeah, it was like double live. So two weeks prior to this this faculty meeting, we um, I, I send in my notice to my principal. I sit down with her and I say, hey, I'm not going to be renewing my contract. Um, you know, and, and we go through that. So I put in my notice. Two weeks later, we sit down for this faculty meeting and, and they say, all right, we're going to go on break for two weeks because of this coronavirus, COVID-19. We'll two be back. weeks. Mm-hmm. That's how it all started, right? We oh, know, yes. Yeah, we know where it goes from here. So we're like, okay, we're going to do this virtual teaching thing for two weeks. Um, as we all know, we were out for the rest of the year. We navigated virtual teaching, Google Meets. Imagine teaching a reading group to, to seven-year-olds through a Google Meet. Like So hard. What? What? So that was that. And it really solidified um, that, that I was making the right decision. You know, because this was a life, it was such a pivotal moment. And of course there were thoughts of like, am I making the right decision? I'm leaving this job where I have a set salary. Uh, I'm, I'm venturing out on my own. And so all these things were coming up, but ultimately whenever we got into that virtual stuff and I'm like, whoa, this is not the move. This is not it. So it really solidified I was on the right road. Um, finished out my, my teaching. Well, by August, September of that year, so several months have gone by now, I start getting previous uh, peers that had been in my first coaching program with me. So I was like literally a student in these coaching programs. I had my friends that I had like made along the way and, and they were my first clients for business and marketing. And it was like, Lindsay, can you help us find clients? Can you help us do this thing? And it was, so, it's so cool at looking back on it. And I found that that's what freaking makes me excited. It's like working with other women, still working with women, uh, working with other women, working with other just be- like beautiful souls who are on this mission to make the world a better place. And they just have no idea how to do it and where to get started. You know, you got to figure out the strategy. We've got to get the right mindset behind it. So um, I, th- those are my first clients and they're still in my communities. They're still around. So as far as um, moving into the marketing side, that's where it all started. I fell in love with the strategic piece of stuff, planning side, probably the teacher and me, um, fell in love with just like building stuff and testing and tweaking and changing and just the process behind the business. Um, and here we are now, we, you know, years down the road and I've created countless courses. I've helped over a hundred other coaches, course creators build out their courses, their programs, their high ticket offers even. Um, and also I'm now working in, in a completely different industry using these same exact concepts and strategies to help them build out their marketing plans. So it sets my soul on fire and I'm doing, I'm doing the work I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. I, and I feel like too, like you kind of mentioned all the things that we do in the past all really lend 
to everything that you do now, right? A little bit more confident, a lot more strategic, all that kind of stuff. So, all right, let's dive into the marketing side of things. What is the top issue that you see business owners and in their marketing strategies? What are these issues that you see sort of come up over and over again? I mean, the, the number one thing is where do, where do I start? Like, what, what do I do? If I, you know, what do I do, Lindsay? Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Give me step by step. <laughs> That's it. Just give me the plan and I'll do the thing. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. It's like, really, like we said, any strategy will work. You just have to work it. Okay. So you can go to Google and you can look up how to develop a marketing plan. You can go on YouTube, how to market my online business, how to, you know, market on Instagram. Like you can go and Google all of these things. So it's like, you found the how, but now the second piece of that, like the the other side of it is sticking to it, believing in yourself, having the support to get you through it. Business is hard. Like it is not for the faint of heart. Overnight successes are very, very rare. And as much as we are sold this idea of, oh, I've built a million dollar company in six months, like that is not the norm whatsoever. And I guarantee you behind all of the stories that you hear, there are 10, 15, 20 years in the making of getting to that point. Okay. We don't hear about the the three years that you made $0 before your business took off. You know, we didn't, we don't normalize that. So Yes, having the strategy, having the step-by-step, then the other piece of it is normalizing all the ups and downs that come with entrepreneurship. I totally, I totally relate with that. I think a lot of my clients also have a hard time with consistency. And if there's one thing that, you know, doing marketing the, the one success that you can get from marketing is if you're consistent, that's on YouTube, that's in your blog post, that's on social media. And I feel like so many people, they do well for a little bit and they don't see the big growth and they're like, ah, that didn't work. It's like they stopped just right before they started seeing that success. Um, so with coaching, of course, you get that accountability with the consistency, which is so helpful. Let's speak to that because it's like, you could have the perfect strategy laid out in front of you. And so many times we do, right? But it's like, if you don't have the, I like to call it the internal infrastructure. If you don't have the internal infrastructure in place, that's going to support you. That's going to help you like navigate the woes whenever you put the post out and it doesn't get the, the feedback that you anticipated, or you put your offer out there and you don't get anything in the first 48 hours. How are you going to navigate that internally? Because we are going to internalize it. We are going to take it personally. We are going to make decisions out of emotion rather than I'm sticking with it, saying, no, I've got this plan. Let me give it some time. Then I'll make an informed decision later. But instead we act from emotion. We stop doing the thing. We retreat. We say, oh my gosh, this offer is crap. Let me throw it out. You start over, you hide. And all those things are natural. So like if anyone's experiencing that, yes, not the only person that's been there. I've been there more times than I would like to admit. We've all been there. We've all experienced it. Um, I'll tell you for an example, I um, am hosting a 14 day free coaching experience right now. It's 14 days and it's all about building the, the pieces to your six figure business. But the entire first six days are all about doing the inner work. It's all about getting clear, 
what it is that you want. What are the core stories that have shaped your life? How are you going to navigate through that? What are you releasing at this point? Who do you choose to be from here? And so it's so funny, you know, like they all think they're going to come in and like get the social media strategy, strategy, strategy. strategy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we're going to get there. Just hold tight. We're going to get there, but we've got to work this part first. And then whenever we do get there, you're going to be that much more ready. It's like, it's almost like you're suiting up for battle. You're like getting ready to like go out on the front line. So we got to get you suited up first. Then you're ready to take the strategy. You mentioned about like, um, you know, posting something and having it kind of fall flat. I think another thing that people or business owners do, especially when they're not comfortable in that marketing space is that they don't share often enough. They're like, oh, I'm going to bug people with this information. And yet people are on your social media to get that information. So I think a little bit more of sharing everywhere versus one place and then sharing multiple times is another area. I think people don't do as much because they're scared of bugging people or oversharing, if you will. You are spot on with that. And because we have been I think you're going against the grain with that one because we have oh yes this lie that I'm sorry I shouldn't say this lie but we have been no it's true I I agree with that (laughs) that like choose one platform and go all in there and just you know um do this and 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 it's all going to be ease and flow and it's always going to be easy you know and it's like oh Actually, I think that that comes after you put in the grit. I think that the ease and flow comes after your systems are working. So yes, yes, I agree. Well, let's dive in a little bit on social media. How, how do you recommend that business owners get off that social media rat race? Because I always feel like social media can absolutely be helpful and you absolutely need a presence because you just do. People, a lot of people confirm that you're a real person or that you know what you're talking about if you're on social media, right? Wow. But the problem is, is that people get, like they spend so much time doing Instagram when maybe Pinterest would be better, or they do so much time doing Instagram, but they're not doing any blog posts or they're concerned because nobody's listening to them, but they don't have people on their email list, which is where we're going to sell 20% of our services from oftentimes. So tell me a little bit about your recommendations for business owners to get off that social media rat race. Oh, such a good question, Jen. This is the million dollar question. This is the multi-million dollar question, you know? Um, Because social media platforms make bukudus of money from keeping us there. First of all, we, Uh, and and let's talk (laughs) about why we stay there. It's because it's this immediate source of uh, gratification. It's every time we open up our social media, we're going to see the little red dot on our DMs. We're going to see the little um, nine plus new notifications on Facebook. It's this red rush of endorphins. Think about that. What color are all your notifications on social media? They're red. It's like an immediate boost of like dopamine. So of course you don't want to get off social media because it makes you feel good or bad, you know, whichever one, but you're kind of like in this like adrenaline roller coaster. So first of all, it's like, just recognize um, that it's hard for us to get off of it because our nervous system uh, sort of thrives on it, you know? Um, but now on the flip side of that, you're absolutely right. We want to get them to our email list. We want to, to be able to build this long-term relationship that's not dependent on an algorithm. You mean you mean something we actually own? <gasps> Bravo. 
So it's so funny. Um, I have, I used to really rely on Instagram a lot for my business. I sold all of my offers through Instagram stories. So like every single day I would show up on stories. I would talk for like 10, 15 minutes on my stories. I would promote my offers there. Um, it was exhausting. Okay. It worked, but it was really freaking exhausting. Okay. There was an Instagram outage two weeks ago. Oh yeah. I didn't even know it. I logged on last night. I was just scrolling and I'm like, my, my followers, like, or my following is super tight now. Like I'm so cognizant about who I follow. And it, I think it was, um, one of like the big reels teachers, his name is Brock. And I follow his stuff sometimes. Oh, Brock. Yeah. Yeah. So I followed Brock and he was talking about the Instagram outage two weeks. I was like, what Instagram outage? What? But it was so crazy because thinking back to, you know, two years ago, I remember an Instagram outage like two years ago that did have me panicking. I mean, it was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? That's where I sell my offers every single day. So yes, we've got to get off social media. But all that to say, if you think about dating, like if you are going to be, okay, I'm married. I am not on Tinder or Bumblebee or whatever else that these kids are doing these days. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's like, okay, you don't want to stay on the dating website. You don't want to stay on Tinder, right? So what do you do to move people off? What do you have to do? Do we try to ask them for marriage right then and there? No. no. We're going to warm them up. We're going to say, hey, would you like to go have some coffee together? Would you like to go have a dinner together? Hey, what, do you want to go for a walk? You know, like, Do you want to go meet at this public place? where it's like, I'm not asking for your hand of marriage and like, we're going to get to know each other. So it's the same exact way, whenever you're trying to move off social, I am a huge, huge advocate for educating your ideal clients for um, serving them. I think that service is the best form of sales. So if you can create the space, create an opportunity where you can educate your ideal clients, where you can ask for them to go on that uh, casual date with you to get to know each other better, Say for an example, a webinar, say for an example, uh, to grab your free resource that you have for download. Say you want to ask them into a three-day challenge. You want to bring them somewhere else that allows you to build that relationship with them. Okay. That's going to be different for everyone and everyone's different businesses and whatever it is that you do. And, and you, and it's going to take some trial and error to figure out what works for you also. So you have to find a way to move them to go on that casual date with you. Thus, you're getting their email address, <laughs> putting them on your email list so that you can continue to nurture that relationship even after they've downloaded the thing, attended the webinar, uh, did the challenge or whatever the case is. So you just want to make sure that you're serving, that you're thinking, okay, how can this be a win-win for both of us? I'm educating you. I'm serving a problem that you have, a micro tiny problem. And then in return, you're coming into my atmosphere, coming into my environments, my communities, and we get to grow this relationship together. Just yeah, like I, I feel like people so much, the expectation with social media is that people will buy right away. And that's actually doesn't happen all that often. What normally happens is people stalk you for a while. They listen to the things that you're putting on social media. They might sign up for that free lead magnet that you have to get on your email list. Maybe they go into that, you know, uh, that challenge and they see how you educate and you're building that no like, and trust the whole way through. And if there are a lot of people out there that only use social media and don't have an email list or don't have a blog or anything like that, 
And what it is, is you're constantly selling where instead, if you're constantly providing education and, um, and tips and things in your blog or your email, they're understanding what you're doing. They either like how you're teaching or they're off your list. And over time, they will potentially buy from you. Sometimes it takes like six or seven touches before a person trusts, right? Trusts. So I think that's so smart. And I feel like you do need a sort of well-rounded marketing situation. So let's dive in a little bit deeper on that. What if someone says, you know, I'm not naturally skilled at marketing or that's not my thing. Um, How can you help people with that? Find the person that is. Find the people that are skilled at it. If I don't know how to do something, I'm going to call the person that does. I'm going to go to Google and I'm going to go look up the person that can do this. I need a fence put up in our backyard right now. And you are not going to find Lindsay out there in the backyard trying to hammering away. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm going to go. I'm, I'm lit. It's on my to-do list. Call the fence people. Like I'm going to call the people, get a quote, ask them to come and put it in. I mean, that's what I'm going to do. So now more specifically the marketing to marketing your business, we can't just outsource everything. Maybe one day we can outsource parts of it. That's good. Yeah, we, delegate. Sure. we want to master the strategy, delegate the execution. Absolutely. But how do we get there? We've got to invest into our education. We have to learn these things. I think for any business to grow, you have to have an understanding of how consumers, how people buy you have to understand the psychology of the buying process, how everyone starts out with, um, they have no idea who you are. They don't care who you are. They just want to know, can you help me with this thing? Is this something, you know, if, if someone's going to go buy toothpaste, they don't care what, they, they just want to know, is it going to help my teeth be whiter? Is it going to make my breath smell good? Like, what's the problem? What, what is it going to do for me? That's what people care about. And so you have to have an understanding of, what problem do I solve? How do I serve people? You know, so for an example, if you are, um, let's see, a virtual assistant and you're a VA and you're saying, well, geez, nobody, nobody's buying my services. You know, I'm a great VA. And well, well, you, when's that last time that you told someone how much time you're going to save them? When's the last time you told someone that, hey, you're going to be able to free up 12 hours of your week because I'm going to be the one cleaning out your emails, replying to your DMs, answering those frequently asked questions, organizing those things in the back end. Therefore, you get to spend more time with your family. You get to uh, take Fridays off like you've been wanting to for the past two years, and you get to ultimately live a happier life. That's what people care about. I I feel like you're so right because people always sell the service or sell the product. And the the hard part I find, unless you're naturally gifted at it, is to sell that transformation or touch on the, str- the struggles that they're having and the frustrations that they may be going through. Just yeah. asking that question of like, when was the last time that you got to take a day off and just spend time with your kids? Like, or, you know, all those little things can really lead to people going, yeah, yeah, I feel like that. Or gosh, I told, what is she offering? Right. You're more invested in it when you've, when you've shared with them what that transformation can look like. Yeah. You're bringing awareness. Absolutely. Which, which is like the first, one of the first steps in that buyer process 
is making them aware. It's just creating that awareness that they do have that issue or that that does relate to them. And they're like, oh, so that light bulb starts to go off. They're like, huh, so there's a different option. You mean, I don't have to be the one that does all these things. I don't have to do things this way. There's a different option, huh? So they're aware, like their, I like to say like their ears are starting to perk up. They're like, oh, yes, listening, you know? And then, and so then it's like, okay, well, how do I educate them? How do I help them? How can I give them a quick win? How can I give them something right now that's going to make your life easier? And so that is, that's where I recommend you bring in that resource that they can go and download. They can attend that training. They can, you know, um, do something like that casual date, like we were talking about, <laughs> Yeah, give them like a bite size of what it's like to work with you or a bite size thing that's going to help them with this micro problem before they commit to the macro offer, the macro experience, whatever that thing is. So it's, it's moving them along that journey. And, and you're right. I don't think it comes natural to anyone. I think that we all have to learn, you know, we, we all have to practice and learn. And, and, that, and that's what marketing is. It's, trying things over and over again, realizing what worked and what didn't work, and then doing it all over. Speaking of that, perfect transition. How do you know if your marketing strategy is working or not? Oh, that's such a good question. So I, okay, number one, it's going to take any strategy, like we said, any strategy will work if you work it, but we've got to give it time to work. Okay. So knowing that I would say, okay, how many, how consistent have you been? How long have you been doing the same thing over and over? You posting for a week, it's not enough. You posting for a month probably isn't enough. You posting for three months, eh, maybe we can start looking at the type of content that you're posting. Is it eliciting responses? Uh, Are you getting opt-ins to your website? You've got, or to your lead magnet. You've got to know your numbers, but you also have to give it time to work. So how do you know? The short answer to this is one, you've got to have stamina. I got to have consistency. You just got to keep working the progress, the process. And then two, you do want to look at your numbers. I think that we can all be smart and say, all right, I've been promoting this freebie now for six months and no one's buying the back end offer. I've had zero conversions from it. So let's look at that. Are they clicking the link? Do you have visitors to the site? What are they going to the checkout page? So we're going to start looking at where is the disconnect? Okay. So, okay. Have I worked the process long enough? And then to look at those numbers and ask yourself, well, is it working? Okay. I've worked it for six months now. Is the thing working? I would love to know this myself. What three things have helped you grow your business? It could be tools, advice, et cetera. But what are three sort of core things that have helped you to grow your business? I would say strategy. Like I, I, I'm such as, as much inner work and as a committed to like those inner things, those things become a part of the strategy now. So having a legitimate lead generation strategy that my marketing is not just a matter of emotion. It's not just a matter of me getting likes and engagement. It's a matter of, do I have a strategy that's going to push them, push my ideal clients where I want them? Do I have a lead gen strategy? Number one. So for, and, and we just talked about that. Hey, how do I get people yeah. on my email list? How do I move in on the process? And number one, legion strategy. Um, number two, I would say having the support. It's ha- I am constantly putting myself in rooms 
where I'm learning from other people, where I am helping other people, where I am collaborating, where I'm growing, um, you want to put yourself in a room where you are the dumbest person in the room. At least yes. one I mean, yes. let me get to the room where I, I literally feel like I, I'm the least qualified to be there. And there's a reason. And it's like, why in the world would you do that? Well, put me somewhere where I can grow. If I'm not growing, then I don't want to do it. I don't, I'll be, I'll be bored. I, I don't want to do it. I have to stay in a place of growth. And uh, it kind of goes to that saying, the shark only grows as big as the container that it's in. So you put a shark in a fish tank, it's going to stay this big, but you put a shark in the ocean, how big will it grow? Um, and then the third piece of that, so I would say, I think this is kind of redundant with strategy, but like the systems that I can rinse and repeat. Yes. Like just freaking work. You know, whether like our CRM system that, that we've just developed, like I am obsessed with it. I'm absolutely obsessed with a system that just does what I need it to do. I think that that's what can make you really, really efficient and can help you uh, actually scale as you're starting to bring in a marketing manager, bring in a team or um, an assistant, things like that. Just having systems that you've mastered, you understand, and now you can start delegating to other people. You can start systematizing so that it's rinse and repeat. So um, I say that, yeah. I say this all the time, always strive to work smarter, not harder. So every place you are in your business, you should be trying to figure out how you can streamline, how you can limit other things and make it more of a streamlined process. That is, that is really, really smart. Well, before we get to the gift that Lindsay is so generously sharing with our audience, tell everybody out there, because right about now is when my listeners are like, Oh, she's kind of smart. How, how can I work with her? Right. Ooh. So tell us a little bit about the services that you provide in case anyone is thinking that they could use some help. Yeah, I am. Absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity for, to share that. Yeah. Um, so I offer a very few ways to work with me. I I've simplified my life, my business. So really you're going to fall into one or two categories. You're like, Hey, I'm just starting out. I, I've got this online business, whether you're an online coach, an online service provider, online um, VA, even business manager, you're an online service provider. And you're like, Lindsay, I've got this idea. I want to put it out there. I'm ready to get started. Show me where to go. Then you're probably going to want to come into the Vortex. That's our free 14-day coaching experience where you come in, you hang out with us. We go on a casual date, quote unquote, for 14 days, and, and we're going to work together. We're going to get those ideas ironed out. That would be the first stop. After that, you'd probably move into our accelerator. So that's where we work together over four months. We actually work on getting your business, uh, like an actual strategy, get a lead generation strategy, get your first clients in the door, really get you um, moving from it, from it just being an idea to now it's a functioning business. Okay, so that's the first way. Second way is coming into one of our more uh, more intimate containers where it's like, all right, Lindsay, I've got those things. I've got a system and now I'm ready to bring in, you know, my, my first team member. I'm starting, I'm ready to start hiring some stuff out. I'm ready to really scale. Uh, then you're probably going to want to work with me and our mastermind or, or private coaching. So it just kind of depends on preference for that way. So, and if that is you, then, um, you have to reach out to me directly. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to put all her links down below. So don't worry yes. about any of this. Yes. And 
Lindsay is sharing um, a free gift of a tracker. So Lindsay, tell us a little bit about what that is. And of course, I'll put the link down below for everyone to snag this. It's free, so you should absolutely snag it. But tell everybody a little bit about what it's what it helps with. It will change your life, number one. Like literally, I, I did this in my, I did this exact thing in my own business um, two years ago, probably whenever everything just really started to click for me. And I was like, okay, this thing of being on social media all the time, it's not working for me, for my life, for my business, for my family. I've got to diversify. I need to expand my reach other than just, and, and that's also whenever Instagram really started to change too. Like we remember whenever you could just post like a carousel post and like go viral. Like what happened to the good old days? We don't know. Yeah. Now you've got to like dance on the reels. I'm not with all that. I mean, I am when I, whenever I want to. For yeah, me, exactly. It's, it's the cherry on top. And, um, but it's, it's not what I want my business to depend on, you know? So Awesome. The wholesome, wholesome marketing tra tracker is just that it teaches you how to build a marketing tracker or a marketing system that is beyond just social media. So it's going to, you're literally going to print this baby out and you're going to track what you do for 30 days. Okay. You're going to get over 30 different marketing avenues broken up by the three different types of marketing that there are. Okay. And you're going to be able to track what it is that you're doing. So one, it's going to hold you to it. It's going to keep you accountable. And two, it's going to show you that there are so many more ways to get your business out there than just relying on Facebook or Instagram. So excellent. Awesome. Well, gosh, yeah. I mean, thank you so much for your valuable advice and for your time today, because time is money. Um, what is the best way to get in contact with you in case anybody wants to take this conversation further? Yeah, I would say download the marketing tracker, lindsayvideo.com slash wholesome marketing tracker. That way you'll be put onto our email list. Um, you'll receive regular emails from me. I, you can always reply to any of my emails. I personally check those. I, I personally respond to anyone that replies to there. Um, so grab the, the wholesome marketing tracker. And then I'll also invite you into our Facebook community. So we have a Facebook group. Uh, it's the marketing know-how group and I'm in there sharing daily inspiration, weekly trainings typically. Um, and it's just a really, really juicy way to get short bite-sized marketing trainings every single week. That's going to take you from here and move you one step further, take you from here, move you one step further every single week. So I invite you to come in there as well. I love it. Well, if you listeners or watchers out there have had any good ideas or tips, which I'm sure you have, um, definitely make sure you put time on your calendar to implement. I always say for every two, you know, one hour of training or education, you want to spend about two hours actually implementing the things that you loved about it, or all that education is going to waste because you're not implementing any of it. And if you really enjoyed this podcast, I, we would love to get a review. We're trying to build up our reviews. Now go out there and do something good for your business, like snagging Lindsay's gift and then taking action. Thanks for joining me. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to subscribe to the show to be automatically notified for each episode. Visit the notes for the links mentioned in this episode and to connect with me. And as always, please take one tip from this episode and implement it in your business. Bye.